0: Well, if you've ever wanted to feel special, tonight is an occasion. All over the country, people are getting drunk, doing stupid things, and we are here praying. And God is very happy with that. He's happy with souls who take time out for Him to pray. And today we end one year and we begin another looking at Our Lady. And that's so fitting. The fathers of the church call Our Lady the new Eve, and right? she's a new beginning for mankind. She's a new beginning because she is conceived without original sin, the first one saved by her son, Jesus Christ so to speak, retroactively, borrowing from his passion ahead of time. And she's a new beginning because she's the morning star. The morning star is the star that appears late at night that heralds the rising of the sun. And so our lady's appearance, our lady's life, her role in God's plan is to lead Christ into the world. And Christ is in the world to bring us a new life, the fullness of life. To help us convert, to repent from our sins, to live in God's favor, in God's grace, to live a life that's much better, much, much better than any life we could live without him. And so what does the church do today? The church honors Our Lady as Mother of God. She's the Mother of God because she gives birth to Jesus, and Jesus, we know, is not just human, but also divine. And there's only one person in Jesus. There's one person, but two natures. Right? One who, one person, one one subject, but two ways of being. He exists both in a totally human way, perfect God, completely God, I'm sorry, perfect man, completely man, but also in a divine way. Right? He always has been God, is God, and always will be God. And so if Mary gives birth to Jesus, well, then she gives birth to God, and so the church has declared her in a definitive way mother of God. It's a dogma that Mary is the mother of God. This is an antiphon from the, from the church's liturgy, I know not how to praise you, holy and immaculate virgin. Heaven itself cannot contain the one whom you bore in your womb. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Heaven itself cannot contain the one whom you bore in your womb. She carried God, and she brought him into the world. For us, for me, and for you, there's another antiphon which says, Fuer natus es nobis, filius datus es nobis. Right, a child is born for us to us. A son is born for us to us. Right, he's ours. He's here for us. And she's the conduit. Right, she is the the house of gold, the ark of the covenant, the morning star, carrying him, leading the way. And so we can ask our Lord, Lord, help us to appreciate more your mother. Because to appreciate your mother more, Lord, is to appreciate you. Help us, Lord, to be like those shepherds that we'll read about tonight, who hurried to Bethlehem to find Mary and Joseph and the child, who the angels told them about. We'll read in the Gospel tonight, the shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. Mary kept all these things in her heart. Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. And so that's a good thing to imitate, that, that, that we go in haste to be with God. We go in haste to be with Our Lady. That we're eager to be close to them. We're eager to be close to the people who love us the most, who can help us the most. We're excited about being with God. We're excited about living close to Him. We're excited about serving others because we, we find You, Lord, in others. And Our Lady had the same attitude In those days, this is a couple months before, six months before, after she had, um, nine months before, I should say, after Our Lady had received her vocation at the Annunciation, she was told that her cousin Elizabeth was also with child. In those days, Mary set out in haste and traveled to the hill country to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. Like the, angel, like the shepherds go in haste to see Mary and Joseph, Mary carries Jesus in haste quickly. She doesn't want to waste any time to help Elizabeth as soon as possible. This is the greatness of Our Lady. She sees what God wants. She sees the needs of others, and she responds. She's quick to say yes to God's plan for her when the angel tells her that she'll be the mother of the Messiah and explains that, well, it'll be God who overshadows you. And this is a great hallmark of Our Lady's life, something that we can imitate. Sensitivity, responsiveness to God's word, responsiveness to God's plan which is really the mark of sanctity, right? Our Lady is Queen of Saints, Mother of God, Queen of Saints. And Jesus, in his, in his earthly life, compliments her. He says, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. And in that scene, what had happened, uh, you know, Our Lady wanted to see Jesus, and she was with some of his other relatives, and they came to this house where he was, but there were so many people there, they couldn't get in. And so she sent word into him saying, you know, your mother's outside, she wants to see you. And this is Jesus' response. Who is my mother, and who are my brothers? Here are my mother and brothers, for whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. And that's precisely what Our Lady did, to do God's will and do it quickly, as soon as she saw it. And this is something that we can do, and therefore, in in a spiritual way, we too can become brothers and sisters and even mothers of God. We bring God into the world in a way analogous to the way Our Lady did whenever we do what God wants, whenever we do the will of God, whenever we say yes, like Our Lady said yes. Today and tomorrow, so many people will be making New Year's resolutions right? of different kinds, right? maybe to go on a diet, or to exercise more, get rid of their credit card debt, waste less time. And we too, we want to make resolutions. St. Josemaria, when the new year would come, he would say, new year, new struggle, right? A new year, a new struggle. Struggle to be closer to God. There's a great article I saw on the internet about new year's resolutions it's from a, um, a parody site called the Babylon Bee. And the headline is, Man has a few days left to be a disgusting slob before completely turning life around on January 1st. Kansas City, Missouri. According to sources, local man Jason Greenman is enjoying his last few days of living like an utterly debased and filthy slob before his anticipated turnaround comes on January 1st. Yeah, January 1st. That will be the day my life changes forever, said Greenman while eating a breakfast of Christmas cookies, leftover ham, pumpkin pie, and beer. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life, read at least 30 books, get that promotion at work, start reading that Bible again. But first I need to clean out all these leftovers Rewatch watch The Office, and every Indiana Jones movie. Then it's go time. Sources say Greenman spent the last 11 months building bad habits, which he will instantly break without hesitation as soon as the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve. He has prepared for the big day by fishing out his old gym shorts from the laundry so he'll be ready for his first life-altering workout. My life will never be the same again said Greenman to his wife while smashing an entire pizza. <laughs> local news crews will be on hand at the local gym at the beginning of the year to chronicle Jason's epic journey to total competence, health, and manliness. There will also be food trucks waiting outside, just in case. <laughs> and so we don't need, um, we don't need New Year's to make resolutions. But why not? Right? Why not? To ask our Lord, Lord, what's your will for me? Lord, what's, what's the next step that you want me to take in my life, in my interior life? Lord, what's the next step for me in charity, perhaps? Or in my responsibilities? Where, Lord, do you want me to help me grow? Where do you want to help me grow as a Christian, as a daughter of God, as a son of God? We read in The Forge, St. Josemaria writes, what are you waiting for to start behaving always as a son of God? This should be the driving force in your life. What are you waiting for? In the furrow, he writes, I read a proverb which is very popular in some countries God owns the world, but he rents it out to the brave. And it made me think, what are you waiting for? Lord, what am I waiting for? Why, Lord, am I waiting to trust you more? I know how much you love me. I see you on the cross, I see you come down to the altar. Every day in the Mass, I see all the good things you've done for me, giving me the faith and good family and friends and, and education and talents and a mind that works more or less and health and all the gifts our Lord has given us. He's given us enough proofs that that He cares for us, that He's got a plan for us, that He can count on us to be good. Lord, why am I waiting? Our Lady didn't wait. With haste, she went to see Elizabeth. With haste, she answered the call to her vocation. The shepherds didn't wait. With haste, they went to Bethlehem to see Jesus and Mary and Joseph. Lord, help me not wait, wait around. We pray in the Memorare. Never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided, inspired with this confidence. O oh, virgin of virgins, my mother, I fly to you. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you. O oh, virgin of virgins, my mother, to you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. Right? This is the same idea, it's a similar idea we make haste to be with her lady. We fly to her protection. We fly to her intercession. We fly to her because she's the mother of God and also our mother. We run to her with the confidence and the haste of small children. The mother of God is also really our mother. She's an all-powerful intercessor. And many people, when their mother is, is, is a good person, right, they have that tendency to idolize their mother. Even to idealize her. Is an expression that men use many times, at least on the East Coast. They say, My mother is a saint. <laughs> or my mother was a saint. And usually if you scratch you a little bit, right, they go on to explain that basically they're saying that she was a saint because she had to put up with them. Or with her husband, right? <laughs> My mother was a saint. Well, when it comes to Our Lady, this is totally true. She really is the mother of God. She really is the queen of all saints. And she really is your mother and my mother. It's not an exaggeration. This is a real relationship we have. We have a mother who's in heaven and who, as the mother of God, has an incredible pull with God. So it makes all the sense in the world to go to her constantly, to go to her all the time, to go to her with all our needs. Blessed Alvaro used to say, we should go to her in everything and for everything. And we could be daring, right? daring and asking her for great things as this new year begins. What do I ask Our Lady for? Do I ask her for big things? For the reform of the church, where it needs to be reformed? For the strengthening of the family in our country, in our society? For a return of the world to God, where in many places it's forgotten about God? for the holiness of myself, my friends, and my, my school, my family, for peace and unity, for understanding in the world. There's so many great things, so many problems that we can go to Our Lady and ask her for help and ask her for a solution and ask her for grace for ourselves and for others so that we can be part of, of God's plan to redeem the world, to give the world this new life that he's come to bring us. I know a man who lives in Washington D.C., and he's a lawyer there. And he was he was doing a uh, a mini pilgrimage to the national shrine of the Immaculate Conception, which is this gigantic church. Maybe you've been there. This gigantic church on the um, it's more or less on the campus of Catholic University. And so he was um, he did his. Pilgrimage there, praying the rosary to Our Lady with a friend, and then as he was leaving, this um, this homeless man approached him and asked him for money, and he asked him for fifty cents. So give me fifty cents. And this man wanted to help this this um, this homeless man, and but didn't want to just give money. Because he was afraid of, you know, how he might use the money, and so he said, "Look, it's lunchtime. Um, why don't we, uh, why don't we go inside and uh, buy a sandwich?" And and the guy was like, "Nah, I don't just give me fifty cents." He said, "Come on, you know, it's lunchtime. I'm sure you're hungry. They've got all sorts of great sandwiches in there, right? Turkey and ham, and cheese and..." And uh, peanut butter and jelly and, you know, it's a great little cafeteria. Let me buy a sandwich. Says, nah, I don't want a sandwich. Just give me 50 cents. He's like, you know, what's your problem? You, mean, you know, the, the sandwich is much, or it's worth much more than 50 cents and it's lunchtime. And even if you don't eat it now, you can eat it later. And he's like, no, just give me 50 cents. He's like, why? Why, why don't you want a sandwich? He's like, well, I was holding out for Chinese today. And so you know we have to kind of like set our set sights high, right? When, (laughs) when, when asking for things, and people are you know we we should ask for small things too. There's that prayer, Hail Mary, full of grace, help me find a parking space, right? Which (laughs) tends to work, but Our Lady is much more powerful than that, right? Much more powerful than that. Maybe I can ask her to show me God's will for me. Show me my vocation if I haven't found it yet. Or to renew my love for my vocation, my commitment to my vocation if if I have found it. Or, or maybe we can ask her, help me to be a soul of prayer. I know that God loves me. I know that God's my friend. I know that God's my father. But I don't know how to talk to him. I don't know how to be with him. I don't know how to love him. But I know that you do, and you're my mother. Teach me to pray. Or to ask her to help us to overcome some character defect we have or some problem we have. Maybe there's something that bothers us a lot and, and, and is a great cause of anxiety in our life. And we can go to her and say, look, you're our mother, right? And if anything mothers do with their little children when they're afraid is to comfort them and to help them and to give them courage and strength and to protect them and help them face problems. Not just take away problems, but help them grow up and be strong. I remember my mother, she... um when we were little, if we, like, scraped our knee or something, and we'd come crying to her, you know, oh, I scraped my knee. She would say, give me your pinky. And so we'd stick out her pinky, you know, and she'd, like, squeeze it really hard on the nail, you know, really hard, you know. And we'd go, ow! And she'd say, does your knee hurt anymore? No? Okay, get out of here. go. Go play, and so I think our Lady, you know, our Lady is a little bit like that, right? She wants us to be like her son, and Jesus is tough, and Jesus took on responsibility, and Jesus was also, of course, right, compassionate and loving and helpful and understanding and forgiving, and in in, in a way, he learned a lot of that from Our Lady and Saint Joseph, our Lord. Our Lord's humanity was real, right? He learned how to be human. Because his humanity was real, he grew in strength and wisdom. He learned things from Our Lady. He learned things from St. Joseph about being human. Of course, his divinity helped him a lot, right? To be human, to be good, to be the best human being ever. But in a way, he also learned things from his mother. And so we too can go to her with our problems and say, well, you know, if you can't take it away, help me to help me to learn how to deal with this in the way that God wants me to. Just like Our Lady, right, found solutions to problems in the way that in the way that God wanted her to. Right, she goes. She 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 goes to um, Bethlehem, and there's no room for there's no room for them in the inn. It must have been a big disappointment. It must have been a big source of worry and anxiety. Well, I'm about to give birth. You know, what are we going to do now? But we can't imagine our Lady like you know sitting down in the road and you know just giving up and starting to cry and oh Joseph, I thought why didn't you use the Airbnb and you know you should have. What are we going to do now? Ah! Right, she's. She had more faith in God than that and 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 she used her mind and her trust in God to keep moving. And maybe she had to like cheer Joseph up. Like Joseph was really upset. Like, this guy, I can't believe he didn't let me in. They could have thrown someone out and I was gonna pay him more, and he said no. And all right, Joseph, calm down. Let's just think about this. Let's you know, where can we go? And Joseph calms down because our lady's so good, so hopeful, so trustful in God. And Joseph's so good too. His name means God adds or God provides. And they get on with it, right? Trusting in God by getting on with it, by facing the problem, doing their best with the situation. St. Maria would encourage people to put themselves in the scenes of the gospel. And perhaps tonight we can put ourselves in the scene that we've seen so many times. Our Lady holding our Lord. And we've seen it so many times this Christmas. Even on stamps. Father Dick tells the story of going to the post office. He used to tell the story. (laughs) Of going to the post office around Christmas time and saying, Can I have a stamp? Book of stamps with the Madonna and child. And the worker said, I didn't know Madonna had Christmas stamps. (laughs) But that scene, right, we've seen it so many times, it's been so helpful for us so many times, right? Our Lady holding our Lord. And with our spiritual childhood, Right? Perhaps we can be very daring and, and let Our Lady hold us in her other arm. Imagine ourselves as another child alongside Jesus, and Our Lady has to care for us, has to bring us up. And if it's too much to think that we're blood brothers or sisters with our Lord, we can imagine that some poor gypsy lady dropped us off right in the same stable at the same time. And our mother finds us soon after giving birth to our Lord, her son. And she has compassion on us. She picks us up, takes care of us. And when we think about our Lord as a child, it's a great mystery. Our Lord, who in his divinity has no cause, is not conditioned by anything, is not bound by anything, in his humanity He depends on Our Lady. He's conditioned by human nature. He needs to be fed. He needs to be rocked. He needs to be cleaned. He needs to be changed. He needs to be dressed. He needs to be carried around to get anywhere. And this is God who's all-powerful. And our Lord says, Behold your mother to St. John. And he says it to all of us. Behold your mother. And so perhaps this is the way he wants us to imitate him. He wants us to rely on her. He wants us to rely on her favor, on her grace, on her example, on her intercession. Mary, Mother of God, look out for us. Help us to make some good resolutions to start this new year well, to be more committed to our prayer life, to be more committed To your son, to always follow that advice that you gave in the gospel. Do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you, whatever God wants for you is the best thing. Do that. Which is the advice that she lived in her vocation. She did whatever God wanted. And it paid off, you know, in this huge way. She's the queen of heaven now, the queen of angels, the queen of all saints. And most of all, the Mother of God. Mother of God and our Mother, pray for us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord,